I welcome you back to Words of Wisdom here with John Wayne. You see, every day of our life, we face new storms and new struggles, just like Tony was saying. Each one of them is different. None of us are made the same. We molded each every, every one of us differently. And the thing about it is with one hand, he carries every one of us. You know, the world don't stop spinning just because, you know, this person goes to jail, this person goes here, this person goes there, maybe because this person's sad. You know, the world don't quit spinning. It keeps going whether you like it or not. One way or another, you'll figure that out. Even if you don't like the taste of the apples, you'll be kind of used to them. But just know that we're not waiting on God. He's waiting on us. Failure, it's only broken focus. If you fall apart during your days of crisis, there wasn't much for you to begin with. Let's get back to some casting crowns. John Wayne, I love you, and so does Jesus. Praise you in the storm by casting crowns. Almost gone. 
How can I carry on if I can't find you? But as a thunder a barrier, you whisper through the rain. I'm with you. And as your mercy falls, I raise my hands and praise the God again. And takes away. company culture is important to an organization's success. Frankly, I have no idea what the other 6% are thinking. You know, usually when people look up ways to improve culture, they look for best practices. And best practices are good, but they're even better when you put them with best principles. Since Bamboo HR was founded, we've looked for principles we believe will make our people, and in turn, our culture, better. And we found company culture formulas that work. And we've crammed it all into the definitive guide to culture. For a free copy, click the link and go download it now. You won't regret it. How do we stay strong in spirit? <clears throat> well, first of all, 
<clears throat> the word of God is the food you need for your spirit, just like I'm thirsty, so I had a drink of water. Well, you know what? Jesus said, I'm the living drink. If you drink of me, you'll never thirst. He said, I'm your living food. If you take me as your food, you'll never hunger. Always respect the word of God. And when you hear the word of God, the words going forth out of my mouth right now, they're not just words, they're God's words. And so that means there's power. The Bible says there's inherent power in the word of God. So just like when you eat food and you chew it and you swallow it, the nutrition is released. If you really listen, you don't just put your time in in church to think that you've made God happy because you showed up for 45 minutes. But you, you, you come with an attitude. Your word is powerful. Your presence is powerful. This is helping me. This is strengthening me. This is healing me. This is making a difference in my life. See, everything that you get in a church service is not up to the preacher. A lot of it is up to the attitude that you come in with. You need to come hungry. You need to come excited. You need to come and realize what a precious treasure it is to sit around other believers that have an anointing on their life and to hear the word of God. Come on, let's thank God for what he's done in our lives. There's a good place to be. So the word strengthens us in spirit. God's presence. You know something that you can do? I do this from time to time. How many of you can kind of tell when you're starting to run on empty? I mean, your system is just kind of like, you're running on empty. Well, you know what? Instead of just continuing to push yourself and getting cranky and grouchy and blaming everybody around you, and, you know, it can just go from bad to worse. That just, you know that, don't you? It can just, if it's already bad, it's going to get worse if you don't do something about it. Well, I, I don't care if you just have to go lock yourself in the bathroom. Just go and sit somewhere or stand somewhere. It even just take three minutes and just, God, I need you. Strengthen me, Lord. Help me just calm down. Hmm. Okay, feeling better now. Come on, do you understand that? I mean, that's just good practical advice. Just get somewhere by yourself, zip your lip. You know, when you're frustrated, the more you talk, the worse it's going to get. Just get somewhere for a minute, get quiet, calm down, collect yourself, get yourself together. As we tell other people, you just need to go somewhere and get yourself together. God's presence. Prayer, but I want to talk to you specifically about, yes, we need to pray about everything. Don't do anything until you at least mention it to God first, but repentance. You know, one of the things that keeps us weak in spirit is hidden sin. Stuff that we know is there and God knows is there, but we're just not talking about it. We're just not dealing with it. David prayed that God would clear him from hidden and unconscious faults. 
things that were there that he had managed to ignore long enough that although he was still feeling the weight of them, he, do you know that we can compromise to the point where we have major sin in our life and we don't even really know what it is that's bothering us anymore? And you know, sometimes if you're just not feeling right in your life, you just, something's wrong, I've got a heaviness, I don't know, there's no joy. Why don't you just go and get by yourself somewhere and just ask God a question that he's just waiting to answer. And here's the question, God, what is really wrong in my life? Come on. Not like he may not tell you it's your circumstances. <laughs> See, we always think every time we're unhappy, it's our circumstances. But a lot of times, it's our attitude. Or it's something going on in us. Or something that we need to take care of that we've not taken care of. I recall a time when I wasn't sleeping good. It was one night I wasn't sleeping good. I tossed and turned and I'd sleep for a few minutes and I'd wake up. And it got to be about 5 o'clock in the morning. And I really wish that I would have asked God sooner so I could have gotten some sleep. But I waited till five and I finally just said, God, what is wrong? Come on, that's a good question to ask God. What is wrong? And immediately he showed me something that I had done the day before. I had hurt somebody's feelings and just glossed over it. Didn't do what I should have done. Didn't take care of it. Didn't ask God to forgive me. Didn't ask them to forgive me. And I repented immediately, made a commitment to make things right with them the next day, and it was almost time to get up anyway, but I did get about 30 minutes sleep. Come on, God, what is wrong? Come on, this is good advice. What's wrong? What's going on? We run so fast in life that many times we're just dragging all these problems along with us, and we don't even take the time to stop and ask God what's really going on. How about uh, guilt? Don't be carrying a bunch of guilt around with you. Man, that weakens us. Ooh, it's hard to stay strong in God if you've got a guilty conscience and a bunch of stuff that's bugging you inside. How about knowing who you are in Christ? Boy, I tell you, the devil gets afraid of you when you know who you are in Christ. Peter talked about it this morning. That was great what he shared. Who are you? Do you know who you are? If you know who you are and the devil knows you know who you are, then he's going to be running from you instead of you running from him. But you know what? Knowing, maintaining a righteousness consciousness in your life, it takes hugging up close to God and staying in the word. Because there's anything the enemy wants to do to you, he wants to make you feel guilty and condemned and like you're no good. You guys out there? Am I right? How many of you have to fight that battle? It's like, well, you didn't this, and you didn't that, and you're not, and you're not. Do you ever get tired of the devil telling you what you're not? Then get in the Word and let God tell you who you are. And then another thing that really weakens people is anger. Well, fight for yourself. And refuse to let anger steal the spiritual strength that you need to deal with things in your life. I'm telling you, staying angry at people will just zap it right out of you. And then one last thing I'll say about this section is 
Let's all work together and just see how many issues we can have in our life and still hold our peace while we got them. That's, that's a new goal. I told Dave today. I said, okay, I've got a new goal. I really love peace and, and I do pretty good most of the time, but lately I've just let a few stupid things aggravate me. Anybody ever do that? You just let some really dumb stuff just get you all rattled and, and, and it's, it's, it's not anything that's going to be earth shaking. Doesn't really matter that much. And I had about three or four of those things last week. It was just like silly stuff and I just let it in. And you know what I've discovered? Once you get really upset, you're not going to get over it in five seconds. When, when you get really upset, at least when I do, it takes a toll on me and sometimes it takes a while for me to calm down. So it's just a lot less effort to just not get upset. Come on, I'm telling you something valuable. It takes a lot less effort to just not get upset than it does to get upset, act bad, have to repent, the devil condemns you, you know, all that stuff. And you got to go apologize to five or six people. It's like, God, no, I don't want to do that anymore. I just, my new goal is just do your best, devil, but I'm holding my peace. We hope you enjoyed this teaching. To get more from Joyce, make sure to subscribe so you don't miss a thing. Some people feel vaguely guilty about the prayer life because they compare themselves to others. God's very creative. He wants us, he wants each and every person to have, their, have his or her own individual prayer life don't have to be just like anyone else's. There are definite, there are definite prayers, principles of prayer that we can follow. We can, as we see in Acts 3.1, the early disciples set aside certain hours of the day when they went and designated a place to pray. It's good self-discipline. But it is only one of them options available to us in pursuing a life of prayer. We may also pray anytime, anywhere, with any kind of prayer. See Ephesians 6, 18. Yeah, I like to pray just as George does, my way through the day. What I mean is that I pray anytime I feel the desire that I need to. as well as having set-apart prayer time each day, each morning. I urge you not to take a majestic approach to prayer. Because if you do, you, you will not enjoy, you won't find, you won't find being diligent in it difficult. You, you'll, you will find being diligent in it di difficult. All through the day, we can continue to communicate with the Lord, praising and worshiping Him, thanking Him for His presence, asking him to help us with our problems. And just before we go to sleep at night, we can offer up a final prayer of gratitude, blessings of the day, and a request for a peaceful and refreshing night's sleep. God wants prayer to be normal, regular part of our lives. We don't need to feel like we need to be like anybody else, and we don't need to compare ourselves to anybody else. We just need to be 
ourselves. Just like Joyce tells us in, in those sermons. Name of Jesus is powerful. See Acts 4.10. realize that we have the privilege of using his name and expecting great things to take place. When we pray in Jesus' name and when we do, we're presenting to God all that Jesus is. Peter and John used the name of Jesus to heal a crippled man. And all who witnessed it were astounded by it. Acts 3, 1 through 10. They directed the people to give praise to God because he was powerful. In Jesus' name, they had raised him. We can resist the devil and his disciples in Jesus' name. We can ask for healing for the sick in Jesus' name. And of course, we can pray anytime, any type of prayer in his name. I believe that the name of Jesus is spoken in faith from our mouths. It gets attention in heaven, on earth, and under the earth. Gave us his name, he gave us power of attorney to act on his behalf. So let us realize how precious and powerful that holy name is. We believe that great things will happen. Don't wait, I'm proud to be with you. Casting crowns, no longer a slave to fear.
Casting Crowns. I love that song. You know, it's it, it says it perfectly. You know, our fears are drowned in perfect love. Have you split the sea? What's your sea? You know, what's your giant? You know, let the Lord split them because you ain't going to be able to do it yourself. You know, I mean, you got to figure out what your giants are. You know, what's your, what's your, what, who's your Goliath? Where's your Red Sea? You know, I'm John Wayne. I love you. So is Jesus. May God bless and keep you.